Hey everyone, welcome back to BioNexus Health Podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be speaking with the cardiology specialist nurse practitioner uh, from New York City again. You know, something that she said recently to me, I, I felt it was important to share because, you know, most of us are uh, working moms and dads and there can be workplace exposure sometimes. And it is important to stay on top of that because remember, when you're being exposed at work, you, you're bringing the uh, mold toxins, mycotoxins home and you, you're spending so much time and energy and effort and uh, resources in helping your children, in treating your children, treating yourself often. You know, often I see everyone from a grandmother all the way to the grandchild. Um, and, you know, it, it becomes a family affair. Everyone wants to get better. So it's kind of important to be alert to uh, what environments you're exposed to. So um, uh, allow me to welcome uh, welcome Larissa back to today's podcast. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie Dashaw. Hi, Larissa. Good to see you. Good to see you. So listen, so let's talk... Um, about your your workplace, you you mentioned that you recently realized that you were exposed to the to the worst strain of mold that there can be, stachybotrys or black mold at work. How did you suspect? What did you do to, to kind of confirm that? What happened? Uh, when I started this work about a year ago now, uh, I was only there part time, three times a week. But in a few months, I noticed that I uh, started having stuffy nose and uh, also headaches. So initially, I just ignored it, thinking, you know, maybe I didn't sleep right. Maybe my cervical, you know, my neck was bothering me. But then it started being more often. And the co-workers of mine were complaining of the same issue. Uh, one of them was taking um, two or three um, medications actually for okay. her. And Sorry, for what? For her migraines? Yes, for her migraines. Three medications for migraines, okay. For migraines. And uh, she said, oh, get used to it. When after 40, everybody gets migraine. It's just the oh, normal. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, I uh, never had it in my in my entire life. Even when I was living in that moldy house, when it has um, aspergillus mold, you know, I had different symptoms, but not headaches. So I decided to, like a few years after, thank God I took the filter that Dr. Dashaw recommended, um, the Austin filter. Yes. It was there. And since it's a COVID, COVID pandemic still goes on, you know, they asked us yes. to masks, which I was wearing N95. And every time when I was eating, of course, I was taking it off and I was drinking tea or water. But when I got home the next day, I felt slight headache again or stuffy nose. And uh, it was going on for a few months. So I decided to take Earthsme test and I tested that place, that particular room. And it came back positive for, for mold, for multiple species actually. And um, um, the most dangerous one, the black mold. And um, I've met also physical therapist in that office who was renting um, a room for six years. Okay. 
he has developed uh, multiple autoimmune conditions actually. So one of them was psoriasis and um, he didn't know how to treat that, how to approach that. His calcium in blood was elevated. It was always like 10.2, 10.3, more than 9.5, I'm assuming. Why, was yeah, why was the calcium elevated? Why do you think? I think uh, it's because his adrenal glands, his uh, parathyroid, that's what affected that. And um, I ordered his blood work and I showed it to him that he uh, he had three bands out of five positive for Lyme. For Lyme disease. Lyme disease, right. yeah, which nobody recognizes a Lyme disease in New York State. You know, if it's three out of five, they don't pay attention to you. They say it should be five out of five. So um, the guy actually believed me and um, now he's looking for practitioner, you know, to help him to, to clean his mold, to clean his Lyme disease. But just wanted to bring it to your attention because sometimes we don't think um, that we're working in a moldy environment, but we have to ask our coworkers about the signs and symptoms. How do they feel? When I started that job, uh, they, the women that were working there, they were like 55 in the mid fifties and they were like, it's age, you know, when you're aging, everything comes to you. <laughs> so headaches, the migraines. Oh, don't uh, remind me of aging, you know, <laughs> trying to do it gracefully, right? No, no, I'm fine. I'm just kidding. But yes, but, you're right. You know, yeah. When, when, when you get to that age, uh, Everyone sweeps everything under, oh, I'm aging. Oh, it's quite normal to have five or six prescription medications. You know, like, like your coworker said, oh, you know, I, uh, it's, it's normal to have like three prescription medications for migraines. Well, hello, if one medication is, is not working, then you need to look for additional causes. You know, maybe there is something else going on in your, um, in your environment. You know, another thing that comes to women at this age, uh, like like we were speaking before, is menopause, right? Menopause symptoms are, you know, there's a long list of symptoms for menopause. And unfortunately, neurodegenerative conditions like Parkinson's, ALS, MS, right? Um, also inflammatory conditions like borderline cancer that, that's beginning to grow. They can get confused with menopausal symptoms. So when you are exposed to environmental toxins, you have to be very alert. You know, dementia, pre-senile dementia, early onset, these can all get confusing with, with symptoms of um, pre-menopause, uh, perimenopause, and menopause. So this is for all of us women in our age group to be kind of alert. But like you said, you know, most of them are not. And um uh, your coworkers actually thought that it happens. Yes. Yes. And then you, you mentioned that one of them said that, you know, uh, around the vent, whatever the, the black they saw, that was dirt. Um, no, when I took a picture of what I saw, I sent it to uh, the practice owner. Okay. Chain, chain offices, you know, and, and he uh, responded to me, but, this is dirt, this is not mold. But immediately the next week he sent the handyman to replace the tiles, um, you know, in that area. So he, prob yeah, he probably knew or maybe realized that I was right, but 
he just didn't want, didn't want to be sued and uh, didn't want to be involved in the litigations as far as the mold is concerned. So, right. But I, if I'm confirming, um, like I'm going to check my mycotoxins and um, Marcons, if it's that's it, I'm leaving that place. And unfortunately, I wish we could check the workplace, the work environment before we take before. I know that would be yeah. ideal. Yeah, it's hard, you know, and many people are in um, in denial as well. You know, people think that when you have like ceiling tiles that are stained, right? Yeah. Sometimes there is drop ceiling. I remember speaking to a dad, you know, autism dad, and he's bringing this stuff home to the kid. Okay, who is you know uh, who has recently plateaued after remarkable progress um, in the beginning? So. The dad is in the office, mom is at home, everything's clean and clear, but the dad is at work. And every time we have an appointment that this is going on for like, you know, two appointments, it's like eight months already now, that there is a very dark stained few ceiling tiles that I can see above him. And, you know, anytime I mention, right, there is this immediate response like, no, 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 everything's fine. I've checked, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's very clear this, the anger issues, the denial, you know, because he has to work in, in order to support his, his son with autism, you know, and he doesn't want to worry his wife, but it becomes a responsibility for the practitioner to point it out that, you know, just please be careful what, what you're doing. And it was very obvious from the way he had started to decline. I, I could see cognitive decline. So, you know, it, it becomes a very sensitive subject to approach this with the head of the family that, hey, you know, you're slipping. How do you say it? So the best way is like, please check your work environment. You know, there are objective tests available and there are uh, remediations available. Something simple can be done as well, right? Small particle wipe down, air purifier, um, and, you know, if, if possible, you move. Mm -hmm. So that that's another, but yeah, it's a very sensitive subject. You know, speaking of practitioners, um, I had one patient who was a behavior therapist. Uh, in fact, you know, she had Lyme and uh, she, she heard me speak. Uh, this, this was Allison. And she came to me many years ago now. And uh, she... Uh, eventually became pregnant with Lyme and she was a preconception and throughout conception, uh, I mean, throughout pregnancy patient of mine, uh, her son was born uh, cyanosed mm. and, you know, with cyanosis. And I had to rush to the local hospital because the resident and the physicians didn't know how to handle a Lyme baby, Lyme and mold baby. But he's doing fine. Colin is doing amazing. His brother's doing great. So anyways, when Allison was, was pregnant, she worked for a, a, a school district. And uh, that school district, one day, someone came to her and said, you know, Allison, uh, we are going to move your office to the other wing of the school because this particular wing has had a, a roof leakage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't want you to be here. They didn't say anything else, right? So Allison is like, of course, I knew that, that you know, they, are, they must have found mold. But the, the sad part is that the wing that she was in had two classrooms 
full of autistic and special needs children. Many of them had asthma. Did, were they moved? Of course not. Mm-hmm. She just got a courtesy because they didn't want to get sued because she was pregnant. Yeah. So these things go on in the world. You know, we had so many school districts here that shut down because of uh, mold remediation, right? You know, there were many schools and colleges and universities that uh, during COVID, because they had time to investigate and repair and whatnot, they were shut down for months. You know, it's it's in the papers, right? I, I believe Georgetown in Washington, D.C. shut down. There was Chapel Hill uh, in North Carolina shut, uh, shut down. Um, Chapel Hill actually had some new dorms built. This is very interesting, Larissa. You'll find it interesting. So this so-called new building, this was already two years old. Uh, They started to see an increase in depression and suicides. And as the suicide started increasing, they started investigating and they found that, you know, the basement had flooded um, and it it was carpeted, you know, and uh, you know what commercial people do, right? They they come and dry the carpets, like really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the carpets were dried. Uh, It was all front loading washing machines, which were flooded. So they were all moldy uh, and the kids were exposed to that. You know, the, the furnace was in the basement, right? It was centralized heating system for them. So long story short, it was mold infested. So they shut down for remediation. Meanwhile, you know, a few students lost their life um, uh, and parents lost their kids, brothers lost their sisters and, you know, sisters lost brothers. It was mind boggling. And it was very scary for me because when I was investigating further, in fact, this nurse practitioner I mentioned to you in Boston, her son went to that. That's, That's how I found out. And, you know, as, as I was looking at the builder, oh my God, Larissa, wouldn't you know it? It's the same builder that has built this new construction uh, rentals on Long Island that my son lives in. (laughs) So, you know, within two years, it got moldy because there was flooding and whatnot. I get that. So, you know what I did? Um, the, The same builder has two new construction buildings across the street. So the one that is older means it was built in 2019. I went upstairs, right? You know, rents are a little bit cheaper. So last year when the rents like skyrocketed, I decided to go look. And oh my gosh, as soon as I exited the elevator, mold. You, I could smell it, you know, because they have central air, beautiful yes. apartment building, you know, but outside they have the water feature. There's one wall. In, in the five-story building that is all waterfall coming down, looks fancy from the outside. And inside, the, the air conditioning is blasting. I could see the black mold on the, uh, on the intake vents as well as the output vent. And I was like, my gosh. So he is in the newer building, which was built in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm, or maybe 21. I'm going to get him out. You know, I'm, I'm in the process of looking for a small apartment that I can fully renovate mm-hmm. so we can get him in there. So you just have to be careful. Just have to be careful. Right. You have to be mindful of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not to mention that you're bringing all that stuff home. 
So. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you were able to find it. I'm glad that you were able to, you know, uh, do the testing and whatnot. Yeah. We, we have air purifiers in every classroom in my son's uh, college. Wow. As well. So I'm like, you know what? I don't mind donating. Someone has to keep track. And seriously, you know, the facilities, they don't have a clue. They don't care. You mm -hmm. have to stay on top of it. You know, I was assured that the air purifiers were in and they were running. They were wow. in, but they were turned off. <laughs> you know, and, and the one that was running had the filter on red. Like, what are you guys, blind? You know, I mean, <laughs> no, they just come, you know, they bring their units, put it in, plug it in, and they're out. What is the rush? This is somebody's life at stake. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's up to us to take responsibility. Anyways, <laughs> thank you once again. You're welcome. For, for, you know, uh, speaking to me about workplace safety. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me again and have a good weekend. Okay. Well, that was a little bit intense, wasn't it? But um, it's important to understand workplace safety as well, you know, especially when you're putting so much effort into your health and wellness. So um, thank you again for joining me. I will see you next time. Until then, keep smiling. Be well. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.